The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from Scottsdale, Arizona, and, you know, we call it sunny Arizona, and it truly is today. Uh, I want you to take a look at the Self-Improvement blog, uh, as I say every week. You'll see our guest's picture there. You can read her bio. There's some interesting articles that are on the that are featured on the blog today, so go take a look. And while you're there, sign up to be on our list so every week you get the announcement of the Thursday show. You know, we all dream. We're going to talk about dreams today. Many of us simply can't remember the details of the dreams. And we don't think of what the, the dream might mean or what it's trying to tell us. Now, I know that often I seem to wake up out of a, what I call a warm, fuzzy dream. And as soon as my feet are on the floor, the details are gone. The happy feeling may stay with me sometimes throughout the day. Uh, but I can't remember. Sometimes I have non-warm, fuzzy dreams. And... I can't remember them either, and my mind searched for it, but as hard as I try, I just can't remember it. Some of us have recurring dreams. You know, what do they mean? Yeah, I've had one for years. I haven't had it lately. Maybe I haven't even had one for the last year, but you know, they, they just kept coming and coming. I would dream that I was back in my old high school, and I was trying to find my locker, and there were just... You know, kids everywhere, and and I couldn't get through them to get to my locker. And when I finally get to my locker, I couldn't get it open. I was always late, and I was always trying to to get to that locker. You know, what did that mean? You know, what what was it trying to tell me? Now, the questions are, how important are our dreams? Are they important at all? Now, do we know what they mean? Can we know for sure what they're trying to tell us. Can they help us in our quest for self-improvement? We have an expert with us today to talk about dreams, and I'm so delighted. Justina Lasley is the founder and director of the Institute for Dream Studies in Charleston, South Carolina. Justina earned her master's degree in transpersonal psychology with an emphasis in dreams at the University of West Georgia. By the way, you're going to love her southern accent. She has a BA in both applied art and education from Converse College. 
She also studied at the University of Paris. That must have been a hardship. I love it. And with many well-known authors and dream specialists, she's been conducting dream groups and workshops for nearly 20 years. She's also a continuing education provider for counselors, marriage and family therapists, and psychoeducational specialists. She has published two books, and her third one, Wake Up, Use Your Nighttime Dreams to Make Your Daytime Dreams Come True, will be published soon, Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. I've had the privilege of reviewing it, and it's absolutely delightful. It is such a pleasure for me to introduce to you my audience, Justina Lasley. Justina, welcome. Thank you, Irene. Thank you so much for having me on your program. Well, I think, you know, dreaming is something we all do, and some of us don't pay attention, and and some do, and we don't quite know what to do about them sometimes. But let's start at the beginning. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Justina Leslie? Well, that that is a a long, (laughs) um, a big question that I still ask myself, and it's one reason that I got interested in dreams, is trying to really touch in with Justina Lassley and make sure that I know her well and understand her, and sometimes that is a lifelong quest to get back to that. Um, I think you told them a lot about what what I've done, what I've studied, um, my interest in dreams, but I am, um, um, right now, the most important title for me is grandmother. I am a new first-time um, grandmother with my um, grandson, and that has been such a joy of watching um, how we once knew who we were, we once knew everything we needed to know, and um, and somehow we lo- lose that in our journey through life. And so it's been really great to touch back with that authentic nature um, that we bring to this world. See, now we could just have a whole show talking about our grandchildren. <laughs> We might not have any listeners, but we, we, we would have Well, a they should because we probably have the most remarkable grandson in the country. <laughs> grandsons, grandchildren in the country. But anyway, we want to talk about dreams. Yeah. You know, what got you interested in dreams and what they mean? You, you had an, an interesting background and, and came into this part of it uh, a little later, did, didn't you? Tell us how you got here. Yes, I did. I had always been interested in um, understanding human nature, mostly of myself and my family. And that was a journey really from childhood, I guess, of really questioning why I thought differently from other people or why I did I felt a certain way when I realized other people didn't feel that way. And as an adult and, um, you know, with my family and at that time I lived in Atlanta, Georgia, raising my children, being the wife and community volunteer, and I just didn't feel like things were right for me. Um, I didn't feel like my self-esteem was as um, secure and high as it should have been and as it appeared to be to other people. And I wanted to know more about Justina. 
And so I had been to a lot of therapists. I had read every self-help book. I had been to workshops, weekend retreats. I had done everything. And I knew in my head what I needed to do. I understood it all in a very logical, mental way. But nothing really changed about the way I, I sincerely felt about myself until one, one um, I guess it was on a Sunday that someone came to our church to preach and they talked about dreams and I wasn't there, but I heard about Jeremy Taylor, which many people may have heard or done a workshop with Jeremy and he came and I listened to the tape. And then I joined a dream group that our minister started. And that first meeting of sharing my dream, it showed me my life in a way that I had never seen it. And it gave me a perspective that I never had. And at that moment, I embraced the dream. And it has been the dream and working with my own dreams that I have moved forward in my life and I think embraced so much of what I was born to do and, um, you know, just how I was supposed to live my life. So I am forever indebted to my own dreams and I see the same thing happening with other people. You went back to school after you had your children, didn't you? Is that, that it seems to yes. me that I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I was, you know, in my fifties um, when I went back to graduate school. So I was definitely one of the oldest ones in the class, and I became a uh, graduate student again, and it was just wonderful. And that summer in Paris, I thought I was. 25, and I just had a a magical time, and um, again, paying attention to my dreams and following following my dreams, that partly took me back to graduate school, and my dreams gave me the courage to do that when I had never imagined doing that at a later age. Uh, You know, after you finished school and, and got into dream work, you founded the Institute for Dream Studies. You know what? What led you to founding something like this? And and what what exactly does the the Institute for Dream Studies do? Well, I started leading dream groups um, through a Presbyterian church in Atlanta that I was a member of, and I led several groups each week. And then when I started graduate school, I did some research on how and why people change through dream group work. Because what I saw was an amazing um, transformation for people, an empowerment that was faster than anything. Some people knew a lot and had studied about self-help and about psychology. The majority of people had not. Some had been in counseling, more traditional counseling. The majority was not. But what the people could not believe in watching each other and have their families watching them and their friends is how quickly they embraced all that they were. 
And the dream does this because it comes from within. So, so many times in counseling and other avenues of change and transformation, we're looking outside of ourselves for the answers. And with the dream, it comes from within. It's totally focused on our life experiences, where we're going and not on someone else's experiences or their goals for their life. So I just knew that I could not reach enough people in my life, um, and I knew it was important that people started understanding and working with their dreams. So I developed the Institute for Dream Studies to train other people in the field because I thought I have got to clone myself in some way and so that I can speak to more people. And this is what I did. So it was, um, I had set it up as a two-year certification program, and people came from different parts of the world. I mean, you know, graduates from Iceland and the Netherlands and Canada and parts of the United States, and they come um, for four weekends during the year, and the rest is at distance. Um, so I have, you know, graduated many classes um, through the Institute, and I have loved that of really getting to know people. And part of the work of the Institute is actually helping with change and transformation for those individuals. They, it is not just a didactic program. It is an experiential, you do the work, and you come through and watch your own change, and then you can lead others through it. Sounds fantastic. We're going to talk a little bit more about it. Right now, it's time for us to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about dreams and dream synergy and all you want to know about dreams. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Learn all about sexuality, science, and spirituality, and the connection between all three. Tune in to the Tantric Lounge with one of Australia's foremost sex therapists and expert in love and intimacy, Jacqueline Hillier. Our program is all about the art and science of sex for the thinker and explorer. Get more out of your sex life than you've ever imagined. Come visit the Tantric Lounge every Thursday at 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's sex like you've never experienced. 
You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. My de- guest today is Justina Lasley. We're talking about dreams and what they mean and how important they are for your self-improvement. Before we get started into this segment, Justina, tell people how they can find you. you know, if somebody wanted to take your course, what would they do? Okay. Um, the Most of the information is on uh, my website. It's dreamsynergy.org. D-R-E-A-M-S-Y-N-E-R-G-Y dot O-R-G. And so that would be the first step, and then they can contact me through the website. Um, They can sign up on the website to get more information. And, you know, if they're interested in this today and want to understand about recording their dreams and, and remembering their dreams, there are some videos that I will be sending to them. So anyone that signs up today um, on my website, I will look and see who has signed on today, and I'll actually send them a special treat um, on dreams. Fantastic. I might have to sign up myself. Yes, please do. <laughs> what is dream synergy? You use that term. What is dream synergy? What does that mean? Well, my um, type of dream work is an eclectic blend of various types of theories, of um, psychological um, areas that, that uh, have come up um, through the ages. And I think that the dream is so conducive to approaching it from different um, avenues and different perspectives. I also think that the dream is enhanced by working within a group and getting the individual perspective on the dream. And another aspect of the dream that, that is enhanced by a group effort is looking at it from... Um, different personal perspectives. And so when I tried to come up with a name, everybody was like, what do you call your theory of dream work? And so I really worked with that, trying to come up with something, uh, a a handle for it. And that's what I came up with, dream synergy, because I felt like the, the, the result of all these different parts, whether it's people, perspectives, theories, all of this brought together and focused on someone's dream adds more than the individual parts. So the sum is greater than the whole. And it, it has proved to be a really good handle because that is so true. And I think people get that it's not just one target way of looking at the dream. Let me ask you this <clears throat> Where do dreams come from? I know people say they come from the subconscious mind. Sometimes it seems different, though. Sometimes it seems like they're coming from your soul or someplace deep. Wow, it is so deep. And I think of dreams coming from the unconscious. And there is so much information that we hold in our unconscious 
that we are not aware of. And a lot of the wisdom of the ages, that collective unconscious, the dream, it, it really... I can't even think of the word, a word to describe how amazed I am when some, a language, a word from a language or something comes up in a dream and the person has no clue to what it is. But when we look it up, it has, it's perfect for the situation. And it's that incredible knowledge and deep, like you said, soulful knowledge, part of our humanity that it's hard to understand and label, but the dream comes from that, and um, it envelops more than our our physical mind can can handle. Now, when when we have a dream that seems especially significant, would it help to consult? I know there are a lot of books out on the symbology of dreams, what this means and what that means. Can we trust that or do we have to, you know, reason to it from somewhere inside ourselves? Now, if I read in the book that it means this and that seems really weird to me. Yeah, I'm glad you feel that way, Irene, because it's true. It's not very helpful. Um, One of my great... Uh, regrets is that most of the dream books that are available in um, in bookstores are dream dictionaries, and it's the worst for us. There are some good ones there, you know, and they are basically written by people that understand that they can't tell people what their dreams. But I really encourage your readers to not first go to a dream dictionary. If the dream's coming from their life experience, then they need to look within themselves and see what that means for them. So the first thing when someone has a symbol in the dream is to ask, what does that mean? What is that to me? Because for each individual, they're going to have one person will love dogs and another person is frightened by dogs. And so that is going to play into the symbol of the dream. So that's, I like for people to create a personal dream dictionary. And I said, just to start writing down symbols that come up in your dream and, and put your own definition. Now here's the problem. What if you, you can't, I mean, sometimes I know I had this wonderful dream. I would so much like to remember it. I can't. I, I get nothing. How can we learn to remember our dreams? Is it something we can learn? Yes. How do you do that? Yes. I think the main thing is um, commitment, intention. We have to want to remember our dreams. And then we have to attend to that remembering. So I always suggest that people have a paper and pencil by their bed, under their pillow, ready to write in the night. Dreams are like vapor. And so it they go so quickly. Even for me, I am so interested in capturing them all. And I will wake up in the morning. I'm like, oh, my, I know I had this powerful dream last night, and I cannot remember it unless I've written it down. And often I'm surprised when I look on my dream pad, and I don't even remember writing it down. I don't remember the dream. And then as I start going back over and copying my notes over so I can read them more clearly. 
like caught up in the dream, but I would never remember it if I hadn't written it down. Now, on your website, you have 10, it says top 10 tips for remembering your dreams. How can people get that? And yes. maybe we can go through some of that a little bit. Yeah, go through to um, dreamsynergy.org and you'll see a place to sign up, put your name and email address, and then you will immediately get the top 10 tips for remembering your dreams. You can also watch a video that I made of remembering your dreams. Then in about a week or so, you'll get um, uh, guidelines for recording your dreams. And then there's also a video with that about how to record your dreams. And because I have seen people have a hard time knowing what they should write down, how they deal with the dream once they've written it down, I've created a dream journal called In My Dream. And it's a wonderful uh, illustrated journey, uh, journal of um, Brian Andreas's some of his work. And it is it will take you through that process of what is important to write down about your dream, put the date, the title of the dream, the emotions of the dream, and then the dream story. And I always encourage people to um, write something about the previous day's occurrence because our dream is going to be built around our waking life experience that day. Let me ask you this. Some people say you can ask to have a problem solved through a dream at night or to, you know, get some clarification on something you're working through? Is, is that something you believe is possible to do? Yes. Um, there's an ancient practice of incubating dreams. And in some cultures, this has continued to be an important aspect of their um, life and their community life even if they have a problem that they need to solve for the community they will ask everyone to dream on this um, issue and I really encourage my students and my clients and workshop participants to ask a question um, I have them write down the question and um, I always think it's important to um, get as concise and precise about the question as we can. I say, if we ask, what is the purpose of my life, there's probably going to be a pretty vague answer. But if I ask, I'm considering taking on a new job, um, you know, really ask, is this benefiting me? Is this a good fit for me? We will probably have a dream that will help us um, clarify the answer for us. So we, it is important to write the question, though, because I, I incubated a dream not long ago, and um, I did not write it down because I knew as I was going to sleep I was repeating it, and I woke up with a wonderful dream, but I couldn't remember <laughs> what the question was. That's like, what oh. my... <laughs> Now That's I have a... the answer. wonder what it's the answer to. I think a lot of us yeah. do that, especially after we get past 21. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in your 10 tips, what do you think are, are the most important ones? You know, you say go to bed a little earlier. And well, some of us would just toss and turn and not get rested. You know, mm-hmm. so that might not be one that I would do, but you know, what what are the most important things to get ready to um to dream and be able to remember? 
You got your journal. Yeah, got your journal. That in itself is an intention. People, a lot of times, they'll say, I'm not remembering my dreams. I'm like, what are you doing to remember your dreams? Oh, I, I wish I did. And I'm not, no, what are you doing? What, how are you preparing for bed? And how are you preparing to receive your dreams? So that in itself, buying a journal. Another one, put the paper and pencil by your bed every night. And don't give up. I mean, this is a lifelong practice. So if you haven't been remembering your dreams for 10 or 20 years, don't expect the first (laughs) night. And we have to tell our unconscious that we want this dream. So go to bed thinking about that. I really hope that I have a dream tonight. And as you're falling asleep, think about it, you know, that intention of remembering the dreams. And then in the night, don't talk yourself into believing that you're going to remember the dream in the morning and you don't need to make any notes because most likely you won't remember it. And And on that note, we're going to need to go to break. Okay. When we come back, we'll talk more about how to remember dreams. So this is, you know, just a warning. Don't go away because there's so much good stuff still to come. on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world and that includes you visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment have you ever noticed that sometimes life just feels easier especially when judgment of you or anyone else ceases to exist what if you could function from that space all the time what if gratitude is the key every time you are grateful for someone or something a new universe opens up What difference can you create in your life and the world from the energy, space, and consciousness of gratitude? Join us on Access Consciousness Presents Beyond Saying Thank You every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Justina Leslie. We're talking about dreams. And before break, we were talking about how to remember what it is you dreamed. Do you have anything you need to add to this, Justina, that you think is really important that we know? No, I think that if they, if the person is intentional and committed to the process, and they can always um, get the top ten tips, so... Um, they can they can just move right into this and pay attention tonight because if they're listening, whenever they're listening to this program, they are going to be tuned in. You know, their psyche is going to know. Oh, exactly. Same interest. So be ready tonight. Okay, then then let's let's move on and let me ask you this question: What about nightmares? You know, do you treat them the same as dreams? 
you know, sometimes you don't want to remember those. Yeah, we always want to remember our nightmares. I know that's the feeling that people have is they um, produce so much anxiety that they try to forget, but they'll only come back stronger and more intense and more fearful if we try to ignore them. Nightmares are not brought to us to frighten us. They're brought to us to wake up, and this is one reason I've titled my new book, Wake Up, is that we all need to wake up to these messages. So by the time something, a dream gets to be a recurring dream or a nightmare, that message has been coming to us for quite some time and building in intensity. So every time it comes, it's going to get stronger and um Nightmares are something people remember. When I ask with a large crowd, you know, how many people remember dreams, some people won't answer their, I mean, uh, um, lift their hands. But if I say, how about a nightmare? They all remember a nightmare, maybe even from their childhood. It has great remembering power where, as we've talked about before, often dreams just come and go and we have no recollection of them. A nightmare is carrying a very important message. Okay, can you give us an example from some of the students that you've had who told you about nightmares? I'm fishing in my own mind for a nightmare, and I'm not getting one. Well, um, just recently, on, um, I was talking, doing a show on recurring dreams, and the host of the show um, shared a, a nightmare and she said that she had been dreaming about um, uh, tornadoes. And I said, you know what, we may need to talk about this because when tornadoes are approaching, they this is serious information because otherwise tornadoes can be very, very damaging. So she was like, oh, but these were at a distance. And I said, well, that's more important to pay attention now because it will come in the form of a tsunami or something. And you can see that in your waking life. So once you pay attention to the nightmare, even writing it down will alleviate a lot of the um, emotion. The more we hold on to it, the more we try to push it away, the more energy it's going to contain. And one thing that I have found in my dream work and in research on the work that I've done is that emotions are one of the major obstacles to self-improvement, change, and transformation. We make these decisions based on our emotions, and we don't even know what we're feeling. So this would be another program to go into, but it's one of my main um, areas of of interest in the dream so of course in the nightmares we're going to have fear and right that i notice in your book um in the new book and i really recommend people get this as soon as it's out if you're interested in dreams at all i, I this is a wonderful book but when you record dreams you also put what emotion you remember or you were experiencing absolutely i write down um Sometimes I write down the story of the dream and then I immediately go back and I title the dream and write down the emotions. And anyone that has worked with me or attended any workshop with me will 
tell you that the emotions was probably the one of the most powerful areas of the dream. And once they understood through the dream what they were feeling, then they could do something about it. I think in this, um, you know, in our busy lives, we learn to camouflage our emotions. We learn to suppress our emotions. We don't have time for our emotions. And they are really causing havoc in our mental health and our physical health. And the dream is not afraid of emotions. And so people who don't um, understand what they feel in waking life can look at their dream and they can identify, oh, I was, I was feeling sad in my dream. No, they'll say, I never feel sad in my life until they uncover this message of the dream. And they're like, oh, my gosh, this sadness is greater than I ever imagined. Yeah, it's really... What about recurring dreams? You know, I I know I've had this one about the <laughs> the locker. For I haven't had it now for quite some time, but you know, I I've, I've wondered and wondered what it is I'm supposed to learn from that. Yes, well, and probably if you have not had it in a while, you may have resolved that. You may have done what the dream is asking. I find with recurring dreams that they will continue to come until we get the message. And then when we get the message, we have to take action to make the change, and the recurring dream will leave. But I thought about that with the locker, and because dreams are symbolic and metaphorical, we have to think of what does a locker recommend you know, what does that represent? So I would ask you, like, what was your high school locker? Not was it, yeah, but the, what did that represent to you? Well, it was a, a number of things. For one thing, it was where I had my stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where I had my stuff. But it had had the books. It had the things I was learning. Mm-hmm. You know, it was more, and, and that was important to me because I loved school. I loved to learn, still do. Um, but it was locked, and I couldn't get to it. So I always thought, there's something I'm supposed to learn right. that I haven't unlocked yet, and I mm-hmm. haven't gotten to it. And maybe, maybe I've learned what that is. Yeah. I, you know, I don't, I don't know. Right, but that's that's how I like for people to start thinking of their dreams, like the locker. Okay, it's a place that I keep my personal things for learning, um, for understanding, for moving forward in my life. You know, and I don't have the, I can't open it. I couldn't even get to it. And um, and so somehow there is some distance there between that and and how do I overcome that and how did I feel about not being able? What would you say the emotion of the dream was in not being able to open it? Um, I usually uh, there was a little bit of feeling frantic mm-hmm. because I was always late for some place. Right. I had to get to the locker. I had to get what was in the locker to get to the place I needed to be. And and I was always late. So there was the there was a, probably some fear there. Uh, and you know, I certainly was feeling the stress of not being where I was supposed to be and not having what I was supposed right. to have. <laughs> and you know, when you even someone else listens, the listeners hear that they probably can hear it a different way than you can because you're still can feel the 
essence of the dream. But for them, when we hear, I may not get where I need to go in time. I may not be able to open it up once I get there. That's a for everybody. We have something in our waking life where we want you know, to reach that goal. We want to be able to open it. We want the combination. We want to be able to to um, to learn and expand and uh, reach that full potential. And um, often it's, it's hard. Things, there are obstacles in the way of reaching it. And um, so those are just some, the ways of starting to think about the message of the dream. You, know, you you say that we have five or six dreams every night. How often do you usually have a recurring dream that's significant? I mean, once a month, once every couple of weeks? You oh, know, it, yeah, it varies. Um, some people will say, I've had this um, dream. Um, this came up this week for 20 years. Yeah, and mine has been at least 20 years Yeah, long. And often, that one was about a college, too. We shared it on the TV show where the person had um, was trying to get to their um, mailbox in college. And it was the same sort of thing. Think about what your aspirations were in college, you know. Um, think about are you getting out of touch with that? Have you been since out of college? Have you gone on a different path? Are you communicating with that? And so they have it maybe once every six months or something. Some people have a recurring dream every night, and Ooh. it drives them crazy because it gets to the point that often brings them to dream work, which is great because the message finally is saying, if you don't get this, you know, I'm going to make you miserable, the dream maker, until you get it. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Do you really have five or six dreams a night? You know, I can usually only be aware of the one I have as I was waking up, and I almost always have a dream. Just yeah. before I awaken. Most people remember that one because if you th- it makes sense because we're getting closer to consciousness and waking. Um, the other ones, we're going back to sleep and back to our deep sleep, and so they are less conscious. But yes, I have, uh, I have written down five or six dreams. Now, I do not do that every night because I, I do get some <laughs> sleep. But I have written down that many and have had students that have, have recorded um, five or six dreams every night. And so research does show that we, we are dreaming a lot more than we ever imagine we are. And, you know, if these, do these dreams usually run along, you know, sort not, not necessarily recurring, but a recurring theme? The dream is different, but there's an underlying, underlying theme that points us in the direction that we need to be going in terms of self-improvement. Yes, yes. Um, I, I have recurring themes in my dreams, and I always mark out in the, in the um, margin, you know, this theme. Oh, here I am. It's Christmas again. Um, what is that about? Um, here I am. I'm at the high school reunion. So I always mark my themes so that I can go back and look and see, too, what was going on in my life at that time because that's always in my dream journal. What was I doing at that time? And it's easier to go back and look at older dreams and get the message than the fresh new ones because we're so caught up in the, the actual essence of that dream 
that we get a little distance on one. So I encourage people if they have a dream from even a year ago to um, to go back and practice looking at that dream. Um, it's it's amazing. It's been said, and I used to not believe it, but now I do, is that we can take one dream from our life and work on for the rest of our life. And that is how rich one dream is. I see it containing all of our past, all of our um, innate, natural, authentic self, and all of everything that's happening now in our life that it's reacting to this and everything in the future of where we're going. So it's sort of where we've been, where we are now, and where we're moving toward. It's the and perfect on that avenue. note, we're going to go to break and you can chew on how to come up with one of these dreams that you can work with. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Justina Lazarus, saying, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with a little bit more. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Every one of us confronts challenges that rock our world to the core, making us confused and disoriented, not knowing which way is up. On The Mother Rising, host Margaret Jacobson will nourish that spark that enlivens. You will be both empowered and inspired to create the changes leading you on your path to your own true freedom. Discover your worth and what you are capable of. Tune into The Mother Rising every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Justina Lasley. We're talking about dreams. Um, and I, I personally have found this to be a very fascinating um, discussion that we've been having. Uh, it's just wonderful to me. And, and I'm great on tools. So if you had could just give people one tool, what would be the most important tool they have for remembering their dreams and then what's a, an important tool for figuring out what it meant? Dream, because we can't work on all of them. So to choose 
a night and say, I'm going to write down one dream. I'm not going to do this every night if that's going to keep them from doing anything. And also to know that they don't have to write down the whole dream. They may dream of a telephone. And that is all they need. I could work with a person and a telephone for a long time. They can then look at the metaphorical aspects of a telephone. What is it about communication? And some of the things we've talked about previously in the program to look at that. So don't give up a simple, small step for thinking that you're not able to do the whole program of dream work. So that would be my my greatest um, suggestion of using the tool of of do something. And then how do you know whether you're on the right track of figuring out what it means? We um, call, you know, this an aha with dreams, but the dreamer will know. And for each person, someone that you're talking to, they will have a different kind of feeling about the dream. So you don't want, you want to listen to people what it would mean for them, but you are the, as a dreamer, are the only one who will know. And so don't hesitate to think, well, I, I feel like this is about so-and-so, but I don't know. We don't have to know for sure. But why are you thinking it? It's about this. It's most likely is if you are thinking this relates to a certain aspect of my life. Go with that. Just just go with it and see where it leads you and to pay attention to the emotions throughout your waking life and your sleeping life. Good advice. I'm going to take it under advisement. Good. Let's talk a little bit about your books. You've written three about dreams. You have a new one coming out. Um, give us just a little thumbnail of, of your books, and, and and then let's talk about your new book just a minute. Okay. Well, um, the first book I wrote is called Honoring the Dream, and it's actually a handbook for dream group leaders. I wrote it because I didn't have any guide and had to develop my own process for leading dream groups, you know, with guidance from other people in the field, but no written guide for that. And it it is a lot about change and transformation and what you can expect from working on your dreams with a lot of exercises for dream group work. The dream journal was the second one, a guided dream journal, and I've already spoken to that a little bit, and it's called In My Dream. And I think that's the most important book on dreams you can have. People get it, and they're like, wait, there's not much in here. It's just blank pages. I was like, yes. And you are going to learn the most about dreams and yourself by this book. So I really encourage people to have a dream journal. And then this wake up, I knew I was not finished in waking up the world. And that's what I've always said. I want to wake up the world. This is too great a gift that we're given at birth. We are still dreaming. It is so important, and I know that the world would be a kinder, gentler, um, happier place for everybody if everybody did dream work. It makes us less judgmental. It makes us um, reach our potential, all of those things that make for a better world. So what I did with the book, Wake Up, Use Your Nighttime Dreams to Make Your Daytime Dreams Come True. I wrote it not as a dream book, but it is a self-improvement book. 
And it's written for people who want to make change, positive change in their life. And it happens to use dreams as a tool for that change and transformation. But it takes you through a lot of my um, journey and other dreamers' journey of how they use their dreams to um, find fulfillment in their life. So I give all the tools. I try to be very, very concise and very specific um, so that it, it wasn't a vague book on dreams, but a, a handbook of how to do this. And what's your estimate of when this book will be released? <laughs> I would say last <laughs> March if I had anything to do with it. But the publisher, you know, it's, it keeps going back and forth. And um, But really in July, if it's not ready by the middle of July, I think I'm going to go to a copy center and have it printed. <laughs> it should be. It should be in just a few weeks. It's it's ready. It's Can just people the sign formatting. up for it now so they get it as soon as it comes out? Yes, it's yes. Really they can sign up on my good. website. Yes. Sign up for the newsletter. Sign up for the book. And um, as a matter of fact, if they sign, if they put their name on the the form today, I will give them a discount on the book when it comes out. I'll make sure they know right away and give them a discount. And I decided as we were talking, because emotion seems like an important thing for for this program, is that I will send them my vocabulary of emotions chart where they can start Fantastic. Fantastic. That is always something good to have. And, and everybody that writes one has their own take on it. But mm-hmm. if... I have an idea that I would agree with yours. <laughs> just, you know, yeah, it works. And I think every, most of us, not most of us, but many of us have trouble describing our emotions, um, really putting our finger on a word that will, you know, portray it the best. And, and to have a list like this is really good. That's very generous of you. And I can say right now, I appreciate it. And I would guess that the listeners, when they get it, will as well. What's next for you, Justina? Well, the the book is is really next, and um, I plan to um, create a platform as large as I can. If there are any listeners that want me to come to their area of the country or the world, um, I am ready to come and help people understand this incredible. Give them your gift. website again. It's Dream Synergy, Synergies, S-Y-N-E-R-G-Y, dot org, O-R-G. Remember the dot org, because you won't find it with calm. <laughs> That's it's right. Dot org. We're right up at the end of the show, Justina. What's the thought you'd like to leave with our listeners today? To wake up to your dreams. Just wake up, pay attention, embrace them, and enjoy the journey. In addition to being a great tool for self-improvement, they are a lot of fun and just in, enjoy that, the gift that we're given. And Fantastic. thank you so much. I want to say that and for what you're doing in the self-improvement world, oh, thank you. Irene. I really appreciate it. Next week's guest is Regina Cates, who will talk about creating a life of love, compassion, 
and purpose, and maybe you can dream about that in the week to come. (laughs) Justina, thank you so, so much for being with us today. And thank you, Irene. You're so welcome. This is Irene Conlon. Thank you. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Justina Lasley, saying thank you for being with us today. And I invite you to come back next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for The Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.